Hello and welcome to the Investing on the Go podcast brought to you by Fund Calibre. I'm James Yardley and today we're talking about infrastructure, perhaps uh, an asset class which is sometimes overlooked by investors. Uh, I'm joined today by Peter Meany, Elite Rated Manager of the First State Global Listed Infrastructure Fund. Peter, thank you very much for joining us. Hello, thanks for your time. Um, Peter, can you give us some examples of the type of company you might invest in for this fund? Yeah, so typically the list infrastructure fund uh, will have half the fund in more regulated, contracted type businesses. So think of uh, utilities, um, give us the defensiveness, uh, the ballast to the ship, if you like. Uh, uh, so companies like uh, National Grid here in the UK or Next Era Energy, uh, Florida-based utility, uh, one of the world's largest renewable energy companies uh, would be examples of, of defensive businesses uh, through the cycle. The other half of the fund will invest in more growth infrastructure, uh, toll roads, airports, mobile towers. So some good examples there would be uh, Transurban, uh, an Australian-based uh, toll road company uh, with a, a very unique franchise uh, through the, the major cities in Sydney, uh, or uh, in the mobile tower space, something like Crown Castle, uh, a US-listed uh, tower company, uh, benefiting from the, the rollout of 5G at the moment. Thank you. And why should investors consider infrastructure as an asset class? What, what makes it so beneficial? Yeah, look, I think as you look at infrastructure through the cycle, there's a, there's a few things. I'd say firstly, for investors, they're really simple assets to understand. Uh, we, we use them every day. Uh, you pay your electricity bill, you drive on a road, you catch a train. Um, they're simple business models that are easy to understand and there's good transparency of, of how they work. Uh, they're an essential service. Uh, so when there's uncertainty in the world, um, you know, perhaps people thinking about recession or low growth, these are businesses that will continue uh, to grow because of that underlying uh, essential demand, uh, repair and replacement, uh, continues to provide a good solid income and uh, uh, growth in cash flows despite the economic conditions. I think they have good pricing power. So uh, if inflation were to pick up around the world, uh, perhaps as a result of a, you know, overstimulating with QE, uh, these are companies that generally pass through inflation in their price increases. So there, there's a hedge uh, there. Um, so income, uh, defensiveness, and uh, you know, consistent growth over time, uh, I think in the long term delivers a, a very healthy total return. Uh, and one of your team members uh, recently visited Japan. Um, I don't know, Japan and infrastructure makes me think of, of bullet trains and things. But, yes. <laughs> uh, did, did you find any interesting investment ideas there? Have you invested in any Japanese companies? Uh, we found a bullet train. Oh, <laughs> so, exactly right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, we've been invested in, in Japan for a number of years. I, I think, um, you know, Japan offers a, a very defensive characteristics. Uh, it's perhaps not an exciting market uh, in terms of return expectations, but they are stocks that hold up really well in a down market. Um, um, so they have a place in a portfolio. Uh, the companies that we invest in there range of uh, uh, gas utilities and, and Shinkansen uh, bullet trains. So uh, Trent spent some time. Uh, we'd been uh, lobbying uh, Central Japan Railway to conduct uh, an investor day for many years, you know, open up to, to the world the, the, the yes. uh, quality of assets that they have and, and um, 
and uh, what they actually hosted was a, a day on the new maglev, uh, magnetic levitation test track that they had. So this is a train they're building from, from Tokyo to Osaka. Uh, it'll run at uh, 500 kilometers an hour, wow. uh, an exceptional asset that will take a long time to build, but um, you know, will, I guess, future-proof uh, their, their assets into the long term. Yeah, and Trent got an opportunity to, uh, to um, uh, go on the train, <laughs> uh, a pretty unique experience. The one conclusion from that trip was that uh, uh, a concern we had around central Japan was the potential for a cost blowout in that project, yeah. given it is quite complex. And he came back with confidence that uh, uh, costs were uh, under control within budget and there was no uh, near-term risk around that. Uh, so we, we added the position to the portfolio at a, a good discounted level. Great. And, uh, and infrastructure is, um, is something people talk a lot about in emerging markets. Um, your weighting in emerging markets is very small. Yeah. Why is this? Uh, do you not think there are any opportunities in places like India and so forth? There, there's plenty of opportunities. It's just finding those opportunities in a, in a, in a, uh, a risk-aware way. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's probably nowhere where long-term investors are very focused on preservation of capital. Uh, we've integrated ESG assessment in, into our process since 2007, since we started. Uh, and as you go into emerging markets, it can become more challenging. Um, the ability to, to defend a contract with a legal system is perhaps not there. Uh, the separation of, of regulation and politics uh, isn't always there. Uh, the, the governance uh, isn't as strong as perhaps other markets like the, the US or, or the UK. Uh, so it's a more challenging environment. That said, there's significant growth potential. Uh, so I, our approach to emerging markets tend to, tends to be uh, cherry-picking opportunities uh, where we see uh, some mispricing events. And, you know, I think a, a year ago, um, you know, added to our positions in Brazil when there's a lot of uncertainty around the election, um, you know, we've got one toll road stock that, that's doubled for us this year, you know, buying more in a, in a depressed state. Um, you know, we, we've added to Mexico recently, uh, only a few percent in each, but um, uh, again, market depressed because of concerns around what AMLO might do, where a contrarian investor uh, picking up that opportunity uh, and recently buying in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah, when there's protests there have, have pro provided us with a, with a good entry point. And is politics a major risk with infrastructure investing, thinking about nationalisations and, and also the trade wars we've been having recently? Yeah, we've all, always said the number one risk in infrastructure investing is politics and, and, and regulation. Uh, these uh, assets by nature, they're public goods, they're an essential service, as we mentioned, and that brings some good qualities, uh, but it also makes them vulnerable to uh, uh, to, to politics and, and regulatory change. And, and certainly as we approach uh, elections, uh, sometimes these sectors, particularly the, the utility space, uh, is very front of mind uh, in the political parties. And as we've seen here in the UK, uh, with the manifesto, you know, can you know, can be uh, actually, uh, uh, you know, focused on as an area of debate. Um, the renationalisation concerns around uh, the proposals from the Labor Party are, are real, and, and we've seen 
previously a, a significant underperformance in UK infrastructure because of that threat, mm. uh, with uh, the Conservatives now gaining in the polls, uh, arguably. Um, uh, we've seen these stocks uh, you know, like National Grid and Servant Trent you know, bounce back uh, significantly. So politics can work both ways, but it does add volatility to what's an underlying you know, defensive story. Great. Thank you very much, Peter. Um, and thank you to our listeners for listening. I'm James Yardley, and if you'd like to listen to more of our Investing on the Go podcasts, please subscribe to Funcalibur. Please remember we've been discussing individual companies to bring investing to life for you. It's not a recommendation to buy or sell. The fund may or may not still hold these companies at your time of listening. <laughs>